Hi, my name is Shannon, and after much painful dental surgery, this tooth is still a different color. And I'm Emma, and you have to forgive me. You have to forgive me. (laughs) And welcome back to We're Sorry We Can't, Don't Hate Us. I'm sorry I can't, don't hate me. The motherfucker's concise. I revealed too much too soon. I was emotionally slutty. Okay, I'm a big whore. I think we have a stiff breeze. I'll give you a hundred dollars if you say something bitchy about someone we know. That's bullshit, there is no! So, Emma, we're talking about the very hot topic of forgiveness today. And I'm wondering, have you ever had trouble forgiving someone? I will never forgive or forget a friend that I had in high school who blatantly stole my expensive cardigan and then lied to me about it. I left it at her house. I remember exactly what it looked like. It was this beautiful black cardigan from Aritzia with these like big buttons. And I left it at her house by accident one day. And then I asked her, I was like, hey, can I can I just grab my cardigan? And she said, you didn't leave it here. And I know she lied and our Mm. friendship was over for more reasons than just that. But I still like think about that to this day and I cannot forget. That is wild (laughs) that she lied like that. Yeah, like it's one thing to like, you know, sneakily keep something that your friend left. But to like full on lie about it after I asked, I will never forget. Um, But yeah, on a more serious note... I I had a really hard time with this question and I feel like I forgive people so easily, like almost to a fault. Like I feel like I should maybe think a little harder before I forgive someone, but we can get into that. Um, What about you, Shannon? Have you ever had trouble forgiving someone? Yeah, I, I also kind of had trouble. I, I mean, I suggested this question and I still had trouble thinking about it. Um, Because I I feel kind of similarly to you in that I have, like, I I forgive other people, I think, really, really easily to a point where I don't necessarily think about it. But, and this sounds like, I don't know, kind of cliche, and we'll talk a little bit about this later, but I think the person (laughs) that I have the most trouble forgiving is myself. Um, And, like, very on theme as well, we're talking about forgiveness, talking about forgetting, um, I have a very sharp memory. I have an almost like photographic memory and I'm the kind of person that will remember everything that happened, every foolish thing I said or did or like how I hurt someone or what specifically happened, what I was wearing, like what I was smelling like. I can I can remember all of that and it's it makes it really hard to to move on from that because sometimes I'll just it'll come to me and I'll think about it and then I'll just feel really bad. And um, yeah, I definitely like connect to some of the things that Carrie says in in some of the episodes that we'll be talking about, um, about forgiveness and punishment. But yeah, I think I'm the hardest person to forgive. (laughs) And I I love that answer. I mean, you say it's a little cliche, but sometimes things are cliche for a reason. and, and, And I think that ultimately, the most important relationship is the one with yourself. So that's why it can be so difficult to forgive yourself in these situations. So I get it. I feel that for sure. I do believe our friend Carrie said that at the conclusion of the, of the series. So very, very on topic. (laughs) Circle and back. That's what we do. (laughs) I think that was also my high school graduation quote, which seems like I was really looking into the future, but I don't think I actually knew the full weight of what that meant. (laughs) (laughs) You just, we were just such big Sex and the City fans. We're like, we're going to take a quote from it. And that's the one you, and and here we are talking about it today. So. I mean, thank God I didn't use one of Carrie's quotes, like, hello, lover, or something (laughs) (laughs) At least I had the forethought to to pick one that sounded kind of, kind of, um, kind of smart. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh total side note, my high school quote was um 
something my father used to always say, which is you're entitled to your own wrong opinion, which I have so much regret about. I have so <laughs> much regret every time I look in that yearbook because I find this statement a little pointed. But anyways, back to forgiveness. Which episodes are we talking about today, Shannon? Yeah, so we're going to be talking about two episodes from the show, um, Time and Punishment, which is from season four, episode seven, and What Goes Around Comes Around, um, which is a little bit more back in uh, season three, episode 17. And then we'll talk about a couple pieces of the movie because just it, there's a lot of themes of forgiveness kind of woven throughout the movie and then um, really throughout the whole show, but they really come up specifically in, in those two episodes. So just to quickly recap kind of what goes on in, in those episodes and in the movie, um, Time and Punishment takes place like right after Carrie and Aiden decide to get back together. They give their relationship another try. This is shortly after Aiden's very iconic moment screaming at Carrie, you broke my heart, um, which I've always wanted to say to someone. <laughs> oh my God, in that, that moment. Yeah, that moment lives in my head rent free. Like I think <laughs> about that moment all the time. And I'm pretty sure I've like said it internally to somebody in a moment, but never out loud. So I would love to have that. <laughs> Right. Yes. No, I, I would love to oh, just put it all on the wall and Carrie's reaction um, of just kind of being like, oh, and, and running away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic. Um, but Carrie, so in this particular episode, Carrie struggles with figuring out how she and Aiden can move forward because she really feels like things just aren't the same as when they were first together um, and Aiden hasn't fully forgiven her for cheating with Big. And this episode also talks about, well, it references the bullshit bagels scene, which we previously have talked about. Um, and Miranda throws her neck out. And there's a bit of a conflict with Carrie. Um, and then what goes around comes around, um, happens just right after Carrie and Aiden end their relationship for the first time um, as a result of Carrie cheating on Aiden with Big. And we kind of see Carrie wrestle with some karmic retribution. She is kind of struggling with wanting to apologize to Natasha for uh, ending her marriage with Big. Um, we see her habit of mildly stalking other people come into full effect here. Um, and this is another great episode because we see a sweaty tray playing tennis and Charlotte canoodling with the gardener. <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's such a good moment. <laughs> <laughs> Just the way it's like shot. It's so fuzzy and dreamlike. It's, um, it's very, yeah, it, it really gets you going. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it is kind of like a fever dream that scene. Mm -hmm. and, and I love, <laughs> this is pretty off topic, but I love, uh, when Charlotte tells Trey in front of Bunny and, and everyone just like, it's like, oh, whatever. Charlotte made out with the gardener. And it's just like, and nobody cares. They just keep like sipping their tea. It's very like, it's very dreamlike. It's very Lynchian, I almost want to say, just because of Kyle McLaughlin being there. But yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, I love it. And also like, I think I've mentioned on the podcast before, I love Kyle McLaughlin. <laughs> So shirtless, sweaty tray playing tennis is is just my vibe. It's <laughs> <laughs> a, a good vibe. <laughs> it's a good vibe to have. Um, and then finally, we'll be talking a little bit about uh, the first movie, um, the only movie, if I had any say in what was and wasn't included in the Sex and the City canon. But um, yeah, lots of things happen in the movie, two and a half hours. <laughs> of of hijinks um but at a really high level carrie and big are set to get married big flakes last minute uh steve cheats on miranda they end their marriage and then they don't <laughs> and then carrie and miranda have a little bit of a tiff um which we'll get into and how they move forward from that yeah yeah also a holiday movie jamie and i just watched that movie um, for the old Lang Syne scene, basically. Also, because she's, uh, you know, we're watching through it. But yeah, also a great holiday movie. 
I completely agree. The that version that they use of Auld Lang Syne is perfection. And I was being so irritating yesterday. I just kept like repeating over and over, like little Brady's like Brooklyn accent or Queen's <laughs> accent. Happy New Year. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So um, yeah, we're we're talking about this um because i've been thinking a lot about forgiveness and apologies and and shame lately and i think they just tend to be like really seemingly like easy concepts to understand or really straightforward but i actually think they can be more complex especially just in how they affect you and and others in like kind of more subtle ways um but I'm, I'm really curious about exploring forgiveness through this show because I think it's actually a really important part of so many of the storylines. We see this as a thread just really across multiple characters and story arcs like throughout the show. And we've talked about before how Sex in the City and, and all of its versions, uh, second movie included, <laughs> is it's essentially a show about relationships and they begin, they end, they grow, they evolve, they shift. Um, and as humans, we like are in so many different kinds of relationships. And as a result, we just a natural part of that is that we hurt other people and other people hurt us and we hurt ourselves. Like that's just it's a part of being human. It's a part of being in relationships. And as a show about relationships, we really see that happen just throughout the show in really big and really small ways. Um, so, yeah, I think forgiveness is actually a really important part of the show that isn't necessarily focused on as much as like finding love or um, finding friendship. Um, but it's, it's really that necessary part of working through conflict. Right. Mm -hmm. And I um, think like that, what you said about like inevitability, did I say that right? <laughs> of, you know, just like in any relationship with yourself, with other people, your friends, your partners, like, people make mistakes and that's a part of life. And it's really like how you work through that forgiveness or how you work through that together. I think emphasis on together and we'll get a little bit into how I think and how we think Carrie's uh, apology to Natasha is a little selfish, but um, yeah, I think it truly is like almost like a skill, like the ability mm -hmm. to forgive properly and accept that um, is so important to have healthy relationships with all those around you. So I love what you said about how, yeah, it's a really important part of like healing and growth and that positive change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was, this is a bit of a tangent, but I was cruising through euphoria <laughs> over the past few days to prepare myself for the second season. And they had a really great line, um, that I've borrowed here in that, like forgiveness is really about change like to to really change to evolve to grow like forgiveness is such an important part of that and yeah I watched that or I listened to that line and I was like whoa <laughs> this is it <laughs> I I love that because I think that often forgiveness is kind of seen as like a return to what 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 was before but that's not really true that's not the actual truth so I love that maybe I need to watch euphoria you do. Oh my gosh. For the eye makeup alone. It, well, not alone. There's so many great parts for the eye makeup, especially. I'll get on that. Um, but yeah, so I, like I've, I said, I was kind of thinking about forgiveness and, and shame and apologies and all of these really fun topics. Um, but I've been reflecting a lot just about like how I think about forgiveness for myself and how I think about it for other people. And I'm not, I'm not religious anymore, but I grew up pretty Roman Catholic, which probably influenced how I've realized how I think about forgiveness for myself, um, which I don't necessarily love, but <laughs> working on change, it's 2022. Um, yeah, I tend to conflate forgiveness with absolution or this idea that someone else is going to set you free from all of your all of the harm you've caused, caused, all of the hurt you've caused, your guilt, your sins, whatever. Like, so it's somebody else's job to alleviate all of that from you. And then, and then you're free of it. So it's kind of this thing where you have it and then there's a way to release it that isn't necessarily tied to, to yourself being able to do that, that somebody 
somebody else's job. But I feel like in my opinion, in my own personal experience, that's is a really easy thing to think about. Like forgiveness is is freedom. It's freeing myself. Like somebody else will come and like uh, alleviate me of of all, all of my sin. Um, but I think it's a really <laughs> it's it's really impossible to follow, and it's a good recipe for really bad apologies that don't mean anything, and punishing yourself and feeling really shameful about who you are when you can't get that feeling of of everything is off my back. I'm free. Like, uh, somebody took away like all of, all of the guilt or like all of the hurt that I may have caused like myself or others. So yeah, it's kind of like, I think a more healthy way of thinking about forgiveness is compassion and being empathetic and yeah, having more of a, an enlarged sense of, of what forgiveness can, can be rather than just absolution. Yeah, 100%. And it's a huge amount of responsibility on the other person, which I think we kind of see throughout these episodes, like with, with Mm -hmm. Aiden, it's like, there's a huge amount of that absolution with um, Carrie, like she, but I think she's kind of like in these moments, and we'll get into it, but I think she's kind of like, she's putting all that responsibility on him so that she can feel better. And again, Mm -hmm. with Natasha, she's putting all that responsibility on that conversation with Natasha so that she can feel better. But I think Mm -hmm. you're right in that uh, forgiveness is more, um, yeah, it's more of a two-way street and it's more about that compassion that you have for each other Mm -hmm. rather than, you know, all the responsibility on one of the people in the relationship. Mm-hmm. And compassion for yourself too, right? Like um, when, yeah, when I think about forgiveness for myself versus forgiveness for others, there's just such a clear difference there in that I'm so much harder on myself and I feel like, yeah, it all has to go away for me to be, for me to be okay and move forward rather that like, then that sense of changing and, and growing and shifting and things maybe not necessarily feeling like they, they did before whatever Mm -hmm. happened happened and then when I think of how I forgive other people it's just like it's it's bottomless it's forgiving in a way that like let's talk about this and then let's move on like let's just keep growing and you know it's it's okay like there's so there's so much compassion um for other people so I think well, and we'll see this a little bit with Carrie, or we'll talk about this a little bit with Carrie too, but being able to turn that sense of like forgiveness back onto yourself, I think is also such an important part of that, of that recipe. It almost makes me think of when we talked about self-perception and how you can see all the positives about other people and you can offer that compassion to them. Um, but it's so hard to like return that same compassion, that Mm -hmm. same forgiveness, like to give that to yourself is so much more difficult. So look at us Mm -hmm. connecting threads. (laughs) (laughs) It all connects back. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk a little bit about um, the episodes and let's let's start with time and punishment because I think this episode most clearly references forgiveness and that that's kind of Carrie's ultimate question. Um, but really the meat and potatoes of this episode is Carrie and Aiden and them getting back together. Um, yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about it. Yeah. Why, why, why do they get back <laughs> together? That is the question on both of our minds and I'm sure many other fans, like, it's just, and I, <laughs> I like, can't, I don't even have words. It's there's you know, there's a thousand red flags in this relationship. Yeah. Like (laughs) when, so when Kate or Kaden, I'm just combining their names now, like Angelina. (laughs) (laughs) How, how was that not a thing? Of course, Kaden. (laughs) Kaden would be their child in like another universe (laughs) where they ended up together. (laughs) Oh my God. Like, and then Caden would be friends with Brady Brady. Oh, a hundred percent. Oh my gosh. But yeah, we, it, like in the episode right before this, we see, like we, we talked about, um, Carrie goes to Aiden, like throws rocks at his window, trying to get him back. And he yells at her, like, you broke my heart. And she kind of 
runs away from that. She is almost seems like she's shocked and she's embarrassed that that's his reaction. And it's kind of confusing because it's like, well, what did you, what did you expect? Like, what did you expect him? How did you expect him to react? And like talking about your feelings with your partner who previously cheated on you seems like a really essential thing before trying your relationship again. Like it's this thing that happened. <laughs> like it seems wild that they, they don't seem to talk about it. Yeah. that There's no excuse for not having that conversation, <laughs> especially, you know, like for a constant, like Carrie was, if we're just thinking about the movie, which I just watched, you know, there's like the constant badgering of Miranda to like forgive Steve, et cetera, et cetera. But in this situation, it's more like, it's like, ah, oh, whatever. We'll just brush it behind and like move forward. But they had that opportunity and they needed to take that opportunity to establish that foundation of getting back together. But you're right. It was like never really discussed. And it was sort of like expected from Carrie that Aiden would just go crawling back to her. So yeah, it's, it's a very odd and I think unexpected direction that their relationship takes once again. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just so clear that like Aiden hasn't forgiven her because he's so resentful towards Carrie when they first get back together and he's treating her like very rudely. <laughs> Like when he slaps the nicotine patch on her arm um, or when he chastises her for letting milk go sour in the fridge. So, so rude. Oh my goodness. Like, and I, I under, again, I understand like where that resentment can come from, but that is a huge red flag. Like you, you need to talk about this. This isn't a healthy way to restart or revive a, a relationship. Yeah, 100%. That resentment's just kind of coming out in these passive aggressive ways, which I mean, I've definitely been guilty of in the past, not the exact same situation, but you know, when you you aren't sure how to express your feelings or you know, you you kind of have these moments with your partner where you just feel frustrated about something else. Um but I do feel like at that point when you decide to come back together, like that conversation is necessary. And at least I feel like even if Carrie didn't want to initiate that conversation, like why not Aiden? Like, mm-hmm. you know, why? It, it just seems odd to me that they wouldn't have had it in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we kind of see Aiden try to set a pretty reasonable boundary of telling Carrie, I think it's shortly after big calls or leaves a a message on her answering machine, just saying, I don't want you to talk to this guy anymore. I don't, I don't like it that he calls here still. And I think that's a really reasonable boundary to set since it's the person that she cheated on him with, but Carrie can't even do that. Like can't even, he's, she, she says something to the effect of he's in my life now. I I just can't, (laughs) just can't let him go. That's that's one of the weirdest things, like, and it, and it kind of gives you that flashback to that episode where they try to be friends. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, why? I, I think forgiveness is such an important and interesting topic um, for that reason of maintaining relationships. But I do believe there's a point where you don't need to. <laughs> like, yes. And this is like a perfect example of one of those situations where like you said, Aiden sets an incredibly reasonable boundary and Carrie's just like, no, I simply cannot. <laughs> and, but why? Like, like, it's, it's very odd. It's, it's a really weird start to what of course turns out to be a really weird try at this relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's really like that heart of forgiveness that's never addressed that I think is what makes it so complicated. I don't think that it's completely unreasonable that they had a relationship or that mm-hmm. they tried their relationship after that. Yep. Um, but yeah, just like talking about having that simple, not simple, of course, it's a complicated conversation, but having it in the first place is essential. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for for sure. And I like, I like what you say about Aiden doesn't have to, you don't have to forgive someone that 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 is a choice you can make and that's okay. But 
don't like you can't get back into a relationship with someone if you're bent on not forgiving them for this. That's yeah, it's not it's not a healthy way to move forward. And I, th- I think this episode is um, I really like what you say, what you said earlier about like change being so essential to forgiveness and, you know, like moving forward and things can't necessarily be the same as before and not really to to expect that. So when you're trying a relationship again, and we see this with Carrie, she has this expectation that it's going to be the same as it was before, which it can't be. It's very wild. And I think it's Samantha who says, um, you might never get back into the nook, <laughs> um, which Carrie doesn't want to hear. But that's so true. Like, to it's okay to start a relationship again after, you know, a major cheating situation happened that obviously hurt both people but you you need to have that conversation and you need to let go of that expectation that that relationship is going to be the same thing that it was because it's not like it it literally could not be you need to find a new nook (laughs) (laughs) maybe a reading nook in that chair that you scammed 15 percent off (laughs) (laughs) But let's say I want to talk a little bit about Carrie, um, Carrie referencing punishment in in this episode, because this episode isn't called forgiveness and (laughs) and punishment. It's called time and punishment. And I think it's really interesting how Carrie, Carrie almost thinks that she deserves the mistreatment of Aiden. She deserves his, um, yeah, he deserves how he he's treating her. She deserves to be punished. And Samantha, again, wonderful Samantha, directly asks her, like, when are you going to stop punishing yourself? When are you going to stop taking this this shit, this literal dog shit that he's giving you um, and and move forward? And I think that kind of hints at, at some layers of self-forgiveness, which <laughs> I know for me personally is is a lot harder to to get at and to achieve than forgiving other people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we kind of, came, or not came up with, but we, we kind of talked about the overall uh, meat and bones of the forgiveness. Like part of that comes from compassion and caring. And it seems like, you know, with Aiden and Carrie, they're living their own. It's almost like they're trying to figure it out on their own. Like, you know, Aiden's trying to forgive Carrie and Carrie's trying to forgive herself, but they're not really connecting in that way that is like necessary to heal the relationship. Yes. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just a recipe for disaster, really. (laughs) (laughs) That, that idea that Carrie, yeah. And, and she's really hurting herself too. That idea that she should, she, she deserves that she should be punished for how she's, um, how she's treated Aiden in the past or whatever, but essentially their relationship can't move forward without that change and that acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it kind of goes back to her, maybe this idea of absolution and saying, you have to forgive me, Aiden, you have to forgive me. And yeah, I love that because I think the person that Carrie really has to forgive is herself, which is much harder to do. <laughs> yeah. And maybe that's why that scene is so kind of drawn out and dramatic because of course, Mm -hmm. yes, she's seeking that validation and that forgiveness from Aiden, but maybe there's that sort of repetition, you know, that we so often have to do with ourselves when she's, yes, she's saying it to Aiden, but maybe that sort of repetition and that Mm -hmm. (laughs) drama of the scene is more like, I have to forgive myself. I don't know. I'm kind of seeing that. I I think we, or I mean, I've definitely laughed at that scene because it does seem a little drawn out and over the top, but there, there is something to say of that, like, um, mantra, like, you know, like looking at yourself in the mirror, like you have to forgive me. It's, it's Mm -hmm. sort of like sheds a new light on that scene for me. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about Carrie's big question in this episode, because I think it's it's important to ask. And we 
so often hear about forgiveness being tied to forgetting, to forgive is to forget. And that's basically her question. Like, can you ever forgive someone if you can't forget? And I think it's so wild because to expect that either of these characters are going to forget what happened. Like, it's very clear that Carrie feels a lot of guilt. And that was a huge thing that happened between her and Aiden and her and Big. Like, how do you forget something like that? Like, you can't. You you literally can't. And same with Aiden. Like, he, him kind of yelling at her, you broke my heart, is pretty clear that this was a really big event for him. This, like, really affected him. So, you know, when somebody experiences something like harmful or hurtful, they're actually more likely to remember it than anything good or nice that happened. So it's very, I think it's a really interesting question to mull over. Like, what do you actually mean by forgetting when you're talking about forgiving? Do you literally mean like, uh, I don't know, men in black, like mind blank? Like, I don't, (laughs) I don't remember anything ever, like just complete blank slate. Or is it, is there like a different, is there a different idea here that isn't that isn't straightforward, like forgetting? Yeah, it is kind of interesting that, you know, the forgive and forget the classic, you know, saying, but you know, like you said, you can't you can't men in black forget everything. I don't e- I've I, I don't even know if I've seen men in black, but I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> um but well, we even see it, you know, like when, when Aiden is so desperate to get married to Carrie and, mm-hmm. you know, like in later episodes, and then we kind of find, I love the scene where he finally, or she finally realizes that he will never forget that, or he will never forgive her truly. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's trying so hard to marry her to sort of like claim her. Um, because he's still like, he's sort of like absolving that in his own head, or I don't know, somehow it's comforting to know that if she has a ring on her finger and if they have the piece of paper, then she'll never cheat again. So I think at the end of this episode, she's trying, she's writing or no. Okay. At the end of this episode. So she gets sort of back into the nook, Mm -hmm. um, But like we talked about earlier, it's like things have changed and things are different. But, you know, as we see later in that scene with the proposal or I guess it's not the proposal. It's when he's like, let's just get married now. Mm -hmm. Um, But he can't he can't do either. He can't forgive or forget. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I I find it a bit frustrating that this episode, I I do really like this episode, I'll I'll say that first, but I find it a bit frustrating that this episode ends on this trope of time heals all wounds. She like kind of gets back into the nook um, and, you know, things kind of, they they seem to move forward from that and they're able to resume some kind of a a newish relationship that, um, that works for both of them. But that's it's so lazy because time time doesn't it can heal it can heal once you like confront you know what happened and work through it together and like have that essential piece of communication but like if it can also make things fester and it can make um any like unacknowledged like hurt just continue to grow and get worse and get deeper and I think I I like that you bring up that episode with the um with the proposal outside of the fountain that was shot so so beautifully um but yeah it's very clear that this this has not been healed and time has not made everything better this is still this is still here (laughs) like nook be damned you need to talk about (laughs) what the hell happened nook be damned i love that (laughs) it's it's so true like i have i have definitely come back to that expression time heals all wounds but you're right like without sort of addressing that problem you know whether that be with yourself in therapy or in through journaling or like whatever that may be or with your partner with you know the person that you are trying to heal this relationship like time can make things worse like (laughs) it really depending on the level of hurt or the level of pain like it 
it sort of is true or it can be true, like you said, but yeah, there definitely has to be that more <laughs> time heals all wounds with communication. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want to say too that um, I feel like I might come across as very critical of Carrie here, but I have certainly been in a similar situation where just like the appeal of getting, of returning to a relationship that's familiar, um, that after like a period of being apart, you kind of only remember those good moments and you think like, well, if I don't get back into this relationship, like what if I'm just alone for forever? And you kind of look past those red flags and you don't think that talking about some of those really important, necessary, probably really difficult things to talk about is, is that necessary in the moment. You're just kind of like riding the high of the opportunity to get back together. And yeah, I was like, I was in a very similar situation where I uh, had gone through a breakup and a few weeks later, my ex kind of like came back around and was like, let's, let's do this again. And I remember in that period of being apart, like it was really hard, but I was like, maybe it's good that like, that we're, that we're apart. Maybe it's good that I'm single, you know, being single in my early twenties, like let's, let's do it. It's um, maybe there's some positives here, but yeah, just the, the thought of the familiar was so appealing. So I, I do, I'm critical of Carrie, but I do, I do understand to, to a different or on another level, how, how appealing that is. But yeah, I completely sympathize with you and Carrie too. Like I've been, <laughs> I've been in that post relationship and then like gone back to it. Cause it is that, it is those feelings of comfort or familiarity that kind of, that's what brings you back. You want to get back into that nook. So yeah, I can totally see like why she does what she does. And I, and I do think, you know, it's so easy for me to sit here and be like, communication is key and like all that kind of thing or all those kinds of things. But I am very guilty of not talking about, and I think we've talked about this before, like, you know, sometimes it is easier to just like not say anything and let that fester. And you know, kind of like push that forgiveness or push that conversation aside. Um, but I mean, as we see with Carrie and Aiden, that sort of comes back to bite them. So yeah, I, I totally agree with you. You know, we are critical of Carrie and, um, but there are two people in this sort of, um, Situ there are two people in this situation who have to acknowledge that conversation and have to have that forgiveness conversation to actually move forward. It's not just Carrie. Yes. Aiden. Aiden. <laughs> Excuse me, Aiden. <laughs> but yeah, you're, you're so right. Communication, as much as I preach about communication now, it's incredibly, incredibly difficult in the moment, especially if you're in an emotional or agitated <laughs> state. Yeah. And especially if, you know, you think that you see that sort of come up with an ex, like you kind of start to talk or whatever, you're, you kind of, you're more excited. It's like, you're starting to date a new person again. Like you're more mm -hmm. excited about those feelings and thinking about those positive things that you're like, well, I don't even want to like, let's focus on the good things where, Mm -hmm. I think the stability of relationships really does rely on those hard conversations, which are so difficult to have. So let's jump to what goes around comes around and let's talk about Carrie's lunch with Natasha that she brilliantly ruins because um, this is a really interesting example of a shitty apology <laughs> um, and I think apologies are a really interesting part of forgiveness because they're they can be seen as this like band-aid right like an apology can be a band-aid to kind of make it everything better if I say I'm sorry everything's cool we can we can move forward but uh they're not always that that straightforward. And that's kind of like a, a childish way to look at an apology. And Carrie, to, 
to go <laughs> to to ruin Natasha's lunch and start to uh, apologize for ruining her marriage and just yeah to to think that it's enough for her to sit down and say I'm sorry for what happened and that's all like to to think that that's going to clear everything up is very very childish and yeah anyway let's let's talk about apologies <laughs> I just have to I love that scene so much and every time I rewatch the show I just love Natasha more and more like I think she's incredible and I'm so happy she's in the reboot but anyways <laughs> yeah it's there's a heavy like they talk a lot in this episode about karma which I think shifts the focus from a genuine apology or a genuine like um like Carrie doesn't care about Natasha I I feel like and maybe this, I mean, this is, of course, my opinion, and maybe this is a strong opinion, but I think that Carrie, like, 110% just wants to, she wants to absolve her sin. Yeah. She wants to tell the priest of her sin and not have to think about it anymore. And I think that there is an art to apologizing, and that's that definitely is not it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. Like, it's something that I've really come to... To understand as as I've aged, um, as an apology isn't always for the other person. A lot of times, apologies are made for the person who's apologizing. Like I'm, I'm apologizing because I feel bad about this, and I think that this is a way to alleviate myself of some of the the guilt or the responsibility for for what happened. But that's really different than an apology where you're actually acknowledging the harm that you caused another person. And there, you know, sometimes an apology works for something really small. Like if you accidentally like elbow your friend in the face or something like that, <laughs> I don't know, like an apology, like if you really didn't mean to do it, like an apology is an okay, okay <laughs> thing to do there, but like for ruining someone's marriage and like totally throwing off like Natasha's like life trajectory an apology here that's just for Carrie is just not going to cut it and like the audacity of Carrie in this scene as well like she steals Natasha's drink so that she has some liquid courage to basically just spit out a couple of like oh I'm sorry uh I'm sorry it happened I never meant I never meant for it to happen like she can't even fully apologize Oh my gosh. I, I, okay. Was that wine? Cause I just watched that and I thought she did take water. Like I thought she had like dry mouth and I think it was the other person's water, but now I feel like I need to rewatch that scene. I could be wrong. I think I just projected a martini there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could totally see Carrie doing that. Um, but yeah, no, you're, I, you're absolutely right. Like it's it's very self-serving and even just the manner, like Natasha clearly is avoiding her. Like she's like, I called your work and I, I did this and this. And I, I think there is a point, like, you know, we talk about how forgiveness has to be from both parties. Forgiveness has to be a conversation that both people are ready for, but you don't always have to forgive. And Natasha does not owe you her forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And I think, yeah, like you said, the audacity of Carrie to just mildly stalk her and barge into her life, like she doesn't owe you that so that you can feel better about yourself. I, I find, I like I said, I absolutely love this scene. I love Natasha's response. It's, yes. there is, chef's kiss like there is no better response to this non-apology that she could have had um but yeah this this is all purely about Carrie in this moment and this whole episode <laughs> truly because she walks away from that conversation talking about karma and how Natasha is now like a single person again and it threw off like the karma the car yeah a chain of like of karmatic events um yeah. and natasha is like in in a different situation that she was before but yeah i i don't really hear carrie taking any responsibility for that she yeah i think it's it's interesting how karma is such a big part of carrie's conclusion for that episode 
and and really the whole episode in general, just like, well, I need to apologize to Natasha because something bad is going to happen to me. And like, <laughs> I have bad karma on my head now <laughs> because, because I did this. I did this to someone. So yeah, I don't, I don't think she fully, she doesn't fully get it. And she doesn't fully come to terms with like how how devastating that probably was for Natasha. Mm-hmm. And I think this is one of those times we can sort of chalk it up to Carrie's <laughs> lack of self-awareness. Like I, I don't think, you know, I'm being a little, I mean, we're being critical of her, but I, I, I don't think it's malicious. I think she's like in her head about this, of course, mm-hmm. the karma being a heavy theme and all that kind of stuff. But I, I think that Carrie is selfish in this moment. I think that she's focused on herself, but I, I, I don't think it comes from a place of malintent. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is still like a, I, I think she could take this moment as a bit of a self-reflection moving forward, but not sure if she does. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that's an important it's, that's an important part of apologies is it doesn't really matter what the intent was of the person that hurt the other person. What matters is how it impacted them. And mm-hmm. Natasha is left with a ruined lunch, a discolored tooth, a little less water than she had before. <laughs> and she's single again. Uh, and Carrie doesn't acknowledge the the impact of her actions. <laughs> No, she's like, I said, I'm sorry, and I'm good. (laughs) Let's talk about the movie, one of my favorite holiday movies. Yeah, there's there's lots of forgiveness uh, throughout this this whole movie. It's there's a lot of different plot points that that really feature this as a as essential to conflict resolution. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, of course, there's Carrie and Big, like the main one, which I still when I watch the scene at the wedding, or like I guess at the wedding, I don't. <laughs> right outside the wedding where big like confronts Carrie and blah, blah, blah. I still tear up in that moment. I know exactly what's going to happen. And it still like deeply affects me. I can feel Carrie's anger. I can feel his regret. I can feel everything in that moment. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Carrie fully and very much like Miranda with, you know, we sort of have these two uh, corresponding plot lines where we have Carrie is struggling to forgive Big for what he did to her and largely in part to do, like largely in part with what he's done to her in the past. And then we have that sort of parallel to Miranda's forgiveness of Steve um, for cheating on her. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so like, what do you think about like the Carrie and Big? It's so dramatic very, very dramatic. But yeah, like, why wouldn't you just have that sort of adult conversation about commitment beforehand? Yeah, it's, it's very interesting how shrouded in, like, I don't want to say secrecy, but I don't have a better word. So there's, there's kind of some like secrecy from, from both of them and that they're not really having just like an open conversation about long-term commitment or I don't know, real estate. (laughs) Carrie's really worried about being left like out on the street. If she doesn't own some sort of like home or a shelter, like co-own that with big. Um, Yeah. Like that's just, that seems like in a very, a very, an adult conversation to have. I think in this movie and really throughout the show so much of their relationship is really all about love and love to a point where like it really obscures some of these other essential conversations to have and I kind of get a little bit frustrated with carrying big storyline in this movie because he see he after a year apart he sends her some love faxes and then everything is fine and also they weren't even original he just like scraped them from a library book and then like faxed them over like it, there isn't really that acknowledgement of what happened or like the whole wedding thing like he just builds her a better closet sends her some love faxes they like rekindle and everything's good like there's 
there's none of that really gritty conflict or forgiveness that they're working through together. It's just kind of assumed because there's there's a lot of love present, which when you parallel that with Carrie and Miranda or Miranda and Steve, like there's love present in both of those relationships, but that doesn't take over the really hard, difficult conversations that they have to have to move forward from the the hurt that that one of them caused. I got into a huge argument with my partner, Jamie, about this big thing, but they did say, okay, I am totally with you. 100%. There was really no, like, just kind of like faxing over the love poems or whatever. That's not enough. But Big did say, or Harry did say actually to Carrie that Big tried to call. She had a new number. He tried to do these things and like, you are right. He could have said more in the emails, but I, I do appreciate this sort of symbolic gesture. But yeah, it's a little fluffy. It's a movie. It's a romantic comedy. I very much view this film as its sort of own, own entity. And I actually watched it with um, two friends who haven't really seen Sex in the City. And they're like, I enjoyed that. I was invested in the characters. So I, I can see this film like existing sort of on its own, even not knowing that history between Big and Carrie. Um, but yeah, I, I, I totally know what you mean, though. Like it wasn't quite. It was a nice symbolic gesture, but you, they never acknowledged that conversation between Carrie and Big like they did with Miranda and Steve and with Miranda and Carrie, like with Miranda and Steve, even they went to therapy together to try to address their issues. And with Miranda and Carrie, you know, Miranda shows up and gives serves a great apology. <laughs> if you want an example of a good apology, go go no further than lawyer Miranda. Um but yeah, you're right. They don't, I, I do think that because he couldn't get in contact with her, um, I appreciate that symbolic gesture, but you're, yeah, they never really had that like conversation. They just kind of like flew back into it. Like nothing ever happened, um, which I guess was sort of the theme of the movie. It's like emotions overtake logic. That was, that was definitely one of the themes of the movie. <laughs> Love conquers all or something something like that. (laughs) Yeah, I I really love the the Miranda and Steve scene where um, I think that's another really good example of kind of an apology that's not for the other person. Um, Because Steve says, like, this is killing me and I I had to tell you about it and I'm so sorry. And he seems genuinely quite quite remorseful, but I love Miranda's reaction of, oh, it's killing you because she didn't know about any of this. And this is like totally thrown off like her, her investment of trust in Steve and like how she, how she was like viewing her life and how she was moving about her world. Like it totally threw her off kilter. Um, But I I also love that, you know, despite kind of an apology that was clearly more like self-serving. I like that they show, like you said, that they both are in therapy and they're, they're genuinely committed to like working through this together, which is something that we just don't see with Carrie and Big. And I would argue like yeah. Carrie and Big after, you know, breaking up and getting back together so many times and like having a long history of flaky commitment. Um, may- maybe we should see y'all like try to work through this a little bit more. Like I think the, the Carrie and Big storyline is for the fans and that's supposed to be more loving and like kind of a, a more lofty like romance that we buy into. Whereas some of the other characters, we we see more of that like hard work that it actually takes to make a long term relationship work and the conflict and forgiveness and communication. But we don't see that with Carrie and Big because it's um, it's the romance we're meant to buy. Yeah. And I mean, we've talked before about how we see this show as aspirational and many other people do as well. Um, And these are supposed to be role models for romance. And I think that they're kind of um, skipping over a little bit of that very important. And I am grateful to see it with Steve and Miranda. But yeah, they're skipping over that main plot line, like love conquers all Mm. um, to kind of not acknowledge that especially adult relationships. I mean, all relationships are difficult and require work and, and yeah, they just kind of 
just kind of skip past that. But that's how why I feel like this is like this is a standalone movie almost mm-hmm. because it very much is that like not that that's great or whatever, but um, it very much is that like romantic sort of messaging. I do. I do want a side note. Miranda also has a very good moment akin to Aiden's. You broke my heart and Carrie's. You have to forgive me when Miranda says you broke us. I love that moment. And it's very much it's very reminiscent of that, like raw emotion when you are truly like, this is how I fucking feel. Like, and I love that moment when Miranda says that. She's so good. Cynthia Nixon is so, such a great actress. I totally forgot about that. But yes, I I totally agree, though. Like, the you broke us was so, oof. (laughs) Chills. Chills. It's so true. (laughs) Yeah. I, I like that moment so much because, like, because of her reaction to Steve when he tells her is fully, like, shut down like cut off and I feel like I can relate to Miranda on so many levels with that because it's like okay we're done goodbye like that's very much how I would react in that situation but in that moment when she says that it's very 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 emotional which I mean Miranda of course is not known for um and I, I think it's a good moment to sort of when she starts to acknowledge or when they both kind of start in a weird way to like work towards that forgiveness instead of just like pushing it behind. Like, you know, as she, when she first reacted, um, it's sort of that like expression of real feeling or emotion that is a teeny tiny first step, I think, to their future forgiveness that happens. Mm hmm. Yeah, because that's that's not something that, you know, to go back to Carrie's question, like, that's not something that you're going to (laughs) forget. Your husband cheating on you and and telling you about it and just like the whirlwind of of emotions that that has. And, you know, I I love the drama of of Miranda telling Steve off in that moment. And I think of so many times where I would have loved to (laughs) to have had that moment or just like that pure like, um, expression of of hurt um but it's also so articulate and so impactful and just (laughs) really shuts the other person up um so i love that and i live vicariously through that because otherwise that is not typically my my way of addressing um someone that's really hurt me usually i just curl inwards and then fret about it (laughs) silently oh totally and I I actually really love the scene with the therapist I feel like um I really like what the therapist says like I think that Miranda asks like well how do I know he's not gonna do it again and and he also expresses some concern like how do I know you're not going to punish me like that again or Mm -hmm. you know like turn your back on me again like we took vows you know like that kind of thing and the therapist kind of says well you don't and like you don't know that for sure but you have to make that choice to either step forward or step back um or, you know, like call it off or whatever. And it's kind of like an important thing. Like we were talking about earlier that um, forgiveness is all about change and sort of accepting that change. And I think this therapist really, you know, she did a great job of telling them that and they were able to acknowledge that. And like, you know, they met in a familiar spot on the Brooklyn Bridge and and had that sort of moment of reconnection, they had that moment of like familiarity and love, the happy parts of their relationship, but they were also able to acknowledge that this thing happened and their relationship will be different, but that's okay. And that's something that they're working on. Yes, yeah, for sure. I love this healthy, like good example of couples therapy. and I think that actually foils Carrie and Aiden a little bit in what could have been, because it's a very similar situation, like a very similar level of betrayal of trust. And, you know, you could argue Steve is kind of in a position similar to Carrie where he feels punished by Miranda and how quick she was to to cut him out of his life. And I, yeah, I love that scene because it really shows the hurt on both sides 
Like Miranda mm-hmm. isn't totally right because she was the person being cheated on. Like there were actions that she took after after that that also hurt Steve. And yeah, it's like it's nice to see kind of that that communication and that um that effort towards like reconciliation and and forgiveness and moving forward and shifting, but we don't we don't really get as as much with Carrie and Aiden. And we really don't get that with Carrie and Big. <laughs> Yeah, we get a little glimpse of that. I mean, yeah, we talked about it earlier, like it's a two-way street. It's that strong communication and foundation and that understanding and compassion with each other um, Mm -hmm. that I think, of course, is so important to forgiving and and forgiveness. So, yeah, we see that with Miranda um, and they talk about it like when Miranda basically hunts down Carrie um, to forgive her for what she said. Um, and it comes up again and again. And I think that it's, yeah, it's, it's just so important that they're both on the same sort of page and that you're not only thinking about the other person in this relationship, but you are thinking, you're thinking about both parties. You want to be able to forgive yourself. You want to be able to forgive the other person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, um, in the movie, there's there's such a good uh, contrast between Miranda and Steve and their their conflict moving through that, and then Miranda and Carrie, and it's I've always found it really interesting how Miranda is quick to cut off Steve, like goodbye, you hurt me, that was an extreme betrayal of trust, you're out of my life, um, moving back to Manhattan, all of that, and then with Miranda and Carrie, Miranda is so invested in making sure that Carrie hears her out, that she really demonstrates that effort towards making things better and like really showing that, that she, that she is sorry and not letting Carrie kind of cut her out in the same way that um, Miranda did so quickly to, to Steve. And I always thought that that was, it was just an interesting contrast, but now, um, now I think like how, what does that say about like the value of both of those relationships? Does it say anything about the value of Miranda's relationship with Steve and Miranda's relationship with Carrie? Just like that, yeah, being willing to invest so much time in in forgiving and working forward and making amends um, versus not. I don't know. And I guess like Miranda's on both sides of the coin too. And she's hurt in one situation and the other with Carrie, she is the person that, that hurts Carrie. So um, yeah, I don't know. I find myself thinking about that though, especially within just like that, which we won't (laughs) get into at this moment in time, but it's curious. (laughs) Yeah. No spoilers yet. I still need to watch the last few Um, and I will, but yeah, no, it's, it is an interesting foil. And I think we've talked before about like friendships and sort of in the show. And one of the things I know we both love about the show is how friendships are so important. They're so integral to these women's lives and, and how they are sort of elevated to the same level as relationship or marriage, um, like a partner relationship or marriage. And, and you're right. There is this sort of like complete 180 of Miranda's character when she is, when she is seeking that forgiveness. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I have to sit and think with that a little bit more about how her relationship with Steve, maybe her friends are more important to her than, than Steve, but who knows? Maybe her friends are more familiar and that's a, an easier relationship to, to amend. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know, food for thought. So often, yeah, when we talk about forgiveness, we talk about forgetting, right? And Carrie really brings that up. And we see just like so, so much, so much hurt, so much um, happened between all of these different relationships and all of these different characters. Um, and I I just really don't think that they forget <laughs> everything that's ever happened to them that ever made them, that ever made them hurt. Like, I don't think that, 
that Carrie is going to completely forget that Miranda may or may not have influenced Mr. Big to to flake on on their wedding. I don't think Carrie's going to forget that. But I think a better, maybe a better way of thinking about forgetting when we're talking about forgiving is that you're not necessarily completely um, forgetting what has happened, but you're just not going to hold on to it and hold it over the other person's head. You're not going to like hold on to those feelings of resentment or anger, or frustration or sadness to a point where like you're punishing the other person or you're making them feel bad or that affects how you relate to the other person. You're, you're forgetting it in a way that is like, we can talk about this and then we can leave it in the past and we can keep moving forward and, and shifting and growing from that. And yeah, I think we, I think we see a lot of really good examples of that um, through the main characters and, and their friendships, especially they're, they're really good to, to work through conflict, to forgive each other for what's happened and then move forward, leave it in the past, not, not Mm -hmm. keep bringing it up. Yeah. Sort of acknowledging that, it has happened and mm-hmm. things are changing, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. We'll be better. There's a new nook to, to explore and to find. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks so much for listening, everyone. Please rate, review, and subscribe. And if you feel so inclined, DM us a post-it note. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at don't hate us pod. And yeah, we'll see you all next time.